Hi, I'm Talia. And I'm Tony. And this is Two Kiwis in a Thing podcast. Episode, we don't know. Not sure. Train to Bangkok. <laughs> Two Kiwis on Train to Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Wadi Ka, everyone. What What's up? up? What up? What up? Ka. Swadi Ka means hello in Thai. Yes. And Kapun Ka means thank you in Thai. And a lot of times we get the two confused <laughs> so we'll be saying hello to someone and we accidentally say Kapunga, thank you <laughs> but it's just the same as all the little kids that talk to us in english because they sometimes greet us and they say thank you thank you yeah except we're like 30 or you're i'm not 30 yet whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's funny though it's funny it, it happens funny. a lot but that's this is appropriate because we are in Thailand right now. We are heading south, probably at like 30 or 40 kilometers an hour towards Bangkok. We're on a train. Yeah, it's pitch dark. We just finished getting our beds made. We're in a sleeper train. There's air conditioning. Thank God for Tony. Second class. We're second class citizens. I'm top bunk. I'm bottom bunk. Mine was mm, 940 baht, and Talia's was 1,040 baht. Wait, really? Yeah. It's more expensive by 100 baht, which is like mm, $3 more expensive. Oh, because I get a window. To the window. I guess that's why it is. To the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) Everybody wants to hear that. It's a throwback. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else? We ha- we brought dinner on board, although they have a full menu, but it's kind of, it looks like airplane food. This feels like an airplane. Yeah, it, I thought the same thing. I feel like we're like in an old school airplane, like back in the day or like on our way to Europe or something. But at the same time, it's really modern. This is like really new. Yeah, this we picked the six o'clock PM train because it's new. And we arrive in Bangkok at 7.30 a.m. the next day. And we depart at 6 p.m. So what is that, 14 and a half hours? Is that what you said? Yeah. I think that's right. Six N- hours no, 13 and seven, a half. 13 and a half, yeah. It's a long trip, but we're going to be sleeping for hopefully eight hours of it. And we're a couple hours in already. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. I really liked it. I like pulling out of the station and like you're still in the town. So you're seeing everyone on motorbikes like going home from work. And then we passed like a cool night market that had all these cool lights and the trees and had a Ferris wheel and like all the things. It's cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful clouds. Great golden hour tonight. Yeah, out in full force. And the windows that you mentioned, those are nice and massive. You can actually see a lot. Yeah, the windows are so cool. So much better than an airplane. Yeah, that little, like, six-inch by six-inch window on an airplane. That's, like, like almost as long as I am laying down here. Yeah. Also, I'm star-watching right now, too, which is really cool. How many stars do you see? Um, okay, I see one, two... Maybe just two. Okay. 
Because <laughs> there's some light pollution. Yeah, just a bit. What are we going to talk about today? I really don't know. We, well, chronologically, the last episode we recorded was like a month ago. But that's definitely not in real time. So, so much life has lived, been yeah, lived. I think maybe we should break it up and talk about where we left off. And then just pay attention to the time. Don't go like longer <laughs> than 30 minutes or who knows, 45 minutes. We're really good at that though. I'll pay attention to the time. Right now we're recording for close to four minutes. So okay. we'll talk for another 30 minutes, see how far we can get, and then pick up where we left off next time. Okay. So where do we leave off? We were kayaking in... We were kayaking back from Nong Noi to Mongkiao. Yes. In Laos. Two Kiwis in a kayak. Two Kiwis were in a kayak. And that next day, I think we headed north on on a slow boat. Yeah, multiple slow boats. Two boats and two buses. Wait, we did two days of slow boats? No, no, no. I didn't say days. I said two boats and two buses. Oh, right. Because of the dam. Okay. Yeah. Right. So the next day, it was pouring raining. We got up. We walked across the Nongkiao Bridge. Mm-hmm. Bridge kids. We didn't know if the boat was going to be taking off, but it did. Does It doesn't matter if it's raining. And these are like those long boats, long wooden boats. Half of it's covered with like a wooden structure on top like a roof and mm-hmm. open open on either side and tarps for the rain tarps for the rain and well the key with those is to slit in the front because the motor's in the back mm, but i we got separated and i was in the back mm-hmm. but it was okay because we were only there in the that, that the first segment was only one hour up until nankiao i sat next to a lady with crabs what <laughs> <laughs> i sat next next to a lady who was carrying crabs oh okay (laughs) and i played i was trying to play music for her little boys on my airpods they didn't understand what they were though Mm. all right well yeah i think by the time we got to nankiao it stopped raining which was good it Mm -hmm. was nice and then most of the people got off the boat and then it was just like a handful of us left like maybe five or six left there are five because that one woman had it going on in the back she completely laid down oh she had it made yeah and then there were like cool car like there were car seats like seats from cars that had been put in the boat that the two guys behind us were sitting Mm. in and then we were just on like wooden slats Mm -hmm. how long was that segment up until where did we go it was like four or five hours oh okay yeah until the destination but until the dam it was like oh maybe like two hours an hour so the first dam we talked about the dam last time didn't we Mm, there's so many dams we wouldn't have seen this one on the last but in general okay just real quick the 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 not namao river that we were driving up north on is littered with dams that china are building China is building because uh, to generate electricity and power. Mm -hmm. I think the company's Power China. And years ago, you could just take a slow boat all the way up to Pong Sally, which was our final destination. But because of these dams, a lot has changed. And you have to get off the slow boat, take a tuk-tuk around the dam, and get on another slow boat. And that's what we're talking about in this case. Yeah. So. So we rode 
from Monkiao to that first dam was probably like two, two and a half hours in total. Mm-hmm. Then we got off, rode the tuk-tuk, and this, that dam was massive. It was, yeah. It was huge. For Lao, like such a remote place with not a lot of infrastructure, it was like, how the heck did they build that thing? Yeah, it was like magnificent dams, but China made. (laughs) And then we got on the second boat, and oh my god, my favorite thing about the second boat was when we got on, there was like this wooden box, and it was, it had those Chinese characters on it. And I swear there was like some weird drugs or something in it, but I took a picture of it and I sent it to my friend Jing and she told me that there was a gourd inside. Did you tell me that? Yeah, I remember the box. I didn't know that's what it was. Oh, I thought I told you. It's a gourd. She said it was like measurements or something of a gourd. And I still think it's a cover for what was actually in the box. Is a gourd a fruit? It's a, I think a gourd is like a pumpkin. Oh, okay. Why would they put a gourd in a box? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you take so much care unless it was like a really rare gourd? Shady, shady. But it was the coolest box. You got, you like, you do have my back on this. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a wooden box. It, but <laughs> <laughs> it's so much cooler than a wooden box. It was like old school, like what you see in like old pictures of like war or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah. I don't see boxes like that in the United you're right. States. You're right, you're or right. Or I've never seen a box like that in real life. Okay, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I agree. And the other interesting thing, and that something I noticed in Lao, but then continued on the boat, and now I've seen in Thailand, is that there is a lot of tree, sam- like, sapling business happening. What? So that woman, do you know what a tree sapling is? Oh, like a baby tree? Like a baby tree. Like they're selling and buying them and they ride on motorbikes with them. And this woman brought one on the boat. And then we stopped in that one place mm-hmm. and she brought it up to wherever she took it mm-hmm. and sold it, I think. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So that's like a a thing, a trend that you notice. Yeah, I keep noticing like trees being transported. Mm. Okay. Baby trees. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so we stopped a couple times going up the river um, to let people on, pick people up. Some people just stayed on for like one stop. Wait, for, do you remember the guy, the captain of our boat? We dropped the woman off with the tree sapling and then we went over to the other two boats that had water oh, in them. Yeah. And he started like scooping them out. Yeah. We don't know if they were his boats or whatever, but he just got in them and started scooping out water. It's strange. When you, when you travel, like do something like this when you travel, you just... I don't know. Just have to take it as it comes. It's like yeah, because no one speaks English, and you don't ever get the answer. Like what? What's going on? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> or you never know how long you're really gonna be in it either. You're just on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. You can't expect to be there at a certain time. Yeah. It's like a time time range. And there's no bathroom break ever. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to like dehydrate yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were on that boat for like five hours. The second one, I swear. Yeah. Because we got to, um, the city we got to was, oh, no. Oh, what is that Mankua. called? Mankua. We got to Mankua. Um, gosh, it was like the sun was going down. Yeah, it was late in the, yeah, but it was still like, the, it was still, the sun was still up. Mm-hmm. It was going down, yeah. Uh, that, I didn't like that town, Mankua. It was a little industrial and strange, but they had a beautiful bridge. 
That was like the highlight, yeah. And the little kids that were running and the little girl that came up to us and she would not stop saying hello, oh, goodbye. She was so cute. She was so cute. You're right. There were so many kids in that town. So many children. And oh, 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 highlight from there. That is where we first tried baby mangoes. That was the first time? Yes, because we were walking across the bridge and we went over to the fruit market and this woman, I was like, look at those baby weird looking mangoes and then i didn't know what to do with it and the lady let us try one and i was like mind blown that's right yeah it it's uh one of the best fruits i've ever had it's so like can it tastes like candy it's just such when you talk about like the mango flavor it's so intense yeah like think about squeezing all the flavor of a mango of like a mango and a fruit like mango concentrate yes that's it mango concentrate it's like Less than the size, way less than the size of your fist. There's not a equivalent fruit like, like that size. Like an apricot. An apricot. An or apricot. Like a small plum. You say apricot. Apricot. I say apricot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should talk about all the words at one point that we discovered that we say differently. I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, yeah. so that was a good thing about there. Yeah, so we just see the night. Oh, and we. Oh, that's also where we had our first Lao barbecue, and it was so good. That was the best. At, um, first and the best. It started with an S. Sabaiti. Sabaiti. Yeah. Shout out to Sabaiti. Sabaiti means hello. In Lao. In Lao. And it means uh, my my Sabaiti. No, excuse me. Sabaiti in Thailand means how are you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Sabaiti Mai is how are you. Sabaiti my And if you're bad you say my sabai and if you're good you say sabaiti. My sabai. That's like oh, I'm cuz oh, like when you put my in front of any word it's like a negative. Yeah, I remember. So it's like you cannot go to your sick. We okay, wait. Getting back to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So <laughs> this place object. that we on the surface that Mongkua. we hate it, but I guess a lot of good things happen there. Mhm. It just yeah. Uh, okay. So we spent the night. Oh my god. Wait, we have to talk about one more thing. So I have this bag that we carry with us that Tony fucking hates. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, but Tony hates. And I don't really like it, but it's like a bag that I bring with me because I can't fit all my stuff in my bag. And we were cleaning it out the morning before Mm. we we needed to take the bus from our our first bus from Moncua to... um, I can't remember the name of the city, but we were, we went and got breakfast and then we were waiting at Sabaiti again because we got lunch from her and we were cleaning it out and we opened up the cereal that we had bought uh, prior to leaving so that I had some snacksy and what did you find? A massive cockroach <laughs> in the Cheerios. Was it? No, the granola. It was no, granola. it was in the Cheerios. Was it the Cheerios? It was in my Cheerios, and I was so freaked out because oh. I had been eating them the day before on the slow boat. There were ants in the granola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, everything just got so destroyed. We threw out everything. Everything we bought ahead of time had to get thrown out. So the lesson learned was double bag, Ziploc bag, everything. I don't even At know. At least. I think it... I thought it was double bagged. I don't know. It was just crazy. Yeah, for the bug to get in there, who knows? Like cockroaches can get in anything. And like reseal it or something. Yeah, (laughs) it was literally resealed. It was the craziest (laughs) magic I've ever seen. Yeah. 
freaked me out. Yeah. Where did we go after that? We went from there oh, to... Oh, we took the bus. We, there was, we were done yeah, with Yeah, we boats. had to take one bus to that Oh, that city. was crazy. Yeah, there was like three or four buses. No, it was two. No, we had it... Okay, it was a tuk-tuk to the bus station, which was like two mi- or 20 minutes out of the city. Yes. And then a bus like an hour to that Paknam Noi. Is that ah, what you it got is? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another bus directly to Pong Sally, which was a longer one. And stop made a million stops. And, but that's when we saw like <laughs> beautiful rice fields. And, and that's the first bus that like, oh, Paknam Noi was talking about that. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. Okay. Just one thing about the bus ride. Then we'll talk about Paknam Noi. The the amount of people throwing up on that <laughs> bus. <laughs> Not I don't I don't know. It must have because some of them could have been sick, but I doubt it. I think they were like <laughs> car sick because everyone was puking. They pu- hand out puke bags just because of how ridiculously fast <laughs> these people. This driver whips around. It's like NASCAR on in a bus whipping, which is whipping. Yeah. And oh, can I keep those? Uh, thank you. <laughs> They're picking can up I keep our those, trash. Uh, utensils. Excuse me. Can I have the utensils? <laughs> uh, I don't think she understood. Ask her if you can keep. Where? Where'd she go? Oh, I think she's. Oh, never mind. She's putting somebody there. There's somebody sleeping. Okay, so uh, we're on a train <laughs> and <laughs> we're recording this episode. And uh, we just picked more people up, and the seats which were empty before the stop are now, people are sleeping there now. Okay. Do we get all of our stuff? Yeah. Where's your just fork and knife? She moved it. Let me go get it. Okay. You talk to the people. Okay. So. Talk about Pak Nam Noi. Yeah. So we get to Pak Nam Noi. Oh, I can't. So we get to Pak Nam Noi, and it's kind of like going into this like other world, and we start seeing these like hill tribe people who are in their native garb, uh, with these head pieces and uh, this like beautiful like bright colored and stitched outfits and pom poms and like really pretty. Um, I don't even know what you call it. Just like really pretty just outfits and all this and they start they immediately come up to me because they can smell that I love all this stuff and they just start showing me all of this jewelry to buy and it's made with like old coins and um ribbon and it was so cool but they there were so many of these women surrounding me and they all just were kept putting all of their jewelry on me it was very overwhelming and then I finally agreed to buy this one gold bracelet from this one woman. And she wanted, I think she wanted like 50,000 kip or something. Which now I can't even remember how much that is because of now we're in bot world. But I get, I finally agree to buy this bracelet. And then she, um, I give her money and she gave me the wrong amount of change. She like swindled me. I'm talking about the ladies who swindled me in Pognom Noi. I remember. Yeah. You could have chased her down, but you decided not to. Well, it means more to her than it does to me. Yeah, that's true. I just... like I. It's just not right. But it's down. not the first time that happened. I mean, that was the first time, but it happened to me again. But you weren't with me. 
Yeah, you told me about that, though. Yeah. So, yeah. What was the half an hour we spent there? Yeah, it was wild. Oh, and you saw some cool stuff. I watched our stuff while Tony went and adventured. And you saw an Obama flashlight. I did. I saw a bunch of shoes. One pair that I wanted, but they didn't have them my size. And they had, um, I don't, they must have been real cell phones. I'm not sure. Maybe knockoffs. I was asking the guys how much they were. They were like right around 100 or less US, which not that well versed in prices for cell phones, but I think that's much less than what you'd pay back home. Yeah, so that was Pocknob Noi. Um, and then we took the second bus that we changed to from Pocknob Noi to Pongsali, and that's the one people were whipping. We were whipping around mm-hmm. turns, and people were puking everywhere. Pongsali is a mountain town, so we had to climb a mountain to get up there. And you can imagine, like, a mountain road, how many twists and turns it takes along the curvature of the mountain. And then a mountain road in Laos, which is, like, potholes. Like, the whole thing's not even all paved. There's people... It's just so dangerous. There's people coming around corners on motorbikes. And, oh, my God, the driver's just, like... There's no um, thing... Guardrail, either. Mm. Yeah. It's, It's amazing that we made it there safe. (laughs) and back but uh yeah so beautiful and it's called Pongsali is called the sea of clouds it's p-h-o-n-g-s-a-l-i or s-a-l-y s-a-l-i with a little tick you don't pronounce the h so it's Pongsali Pongsali I like to say Pongsali yeah very American of you (laughs) so what do we do there we um we arrived. One day we got drunk. Day drinking? Yeah, it was fun. We drank cider and beer and had really good filet fries, which are French fries. Mm. Yeah, lots of beer lao, good fries. Um, We took it easy the one day. We didn't do anything. We yeah, we like worked and, worked and read. But then we found out a way to rent a motorbike, which this is not a tourist town. Like yes, no tourists go like here. nobody goes there. We were like the only white people in the city. It was like kind of at that point too, we were up high enough that it was starting to change into like Chinese a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were four and a half hours from the Chinese border. Mm-hmm. Oh, we found like, I thought that's one of the coolest markets we've ever seen is their market there, which is like behind all these buildings. It's like this unassuming market. You think and that's just, the coolest? Well, I mean think the location was cool the look i'm sorry i mean location wise yeah. the market i mean you know my favorite market it was the one mm-hmm. at the bottom of that the mountain mm-hmm. before pongsali beautiful vegetables and fruits yeah and they had like monkey and they had oh my god what was the animal that we saw on the side of the road when we went oh a go- uh a gopher yeah <laughs> they had gophers and i bought i didn't buy either one of those and food that i bought Mm-hmm. I digress, but yeah. So, the Pongsali, not a tourist town. It is a I don't know, like not too many people live there, like six thousand people maybe. And we were like one of the very few tourists there. So there's not a lot of infrastructure for tourists. There's one company there that caters to tourists to like take them on treks and adventures and stuff like that. Mm, we checked you them can out. Use that word cater lightly. Cater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we checked them out. They didn't really, 
We didn't, nothing was available. They were like, oh, we can't really do this because of the water. Yeah. The main reason we went there was to see a tea plantation. Well, the 400-year-old tea trees. Which was like an hour drive from Pungsili. And they said we could take a private car there for a good amount of money. But all we really wanted to do was take... All we really wanted to do... <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Tony sayings. All that we really wanted to do no, was... No, say it like you say it. I like okay. how you say it. All we really wanted to do was rent a motorbike and get over there. And they couldn't even help us with that. So we talked to the guy at our hotel who's actually from Australia. And... Wait, is that no, how we that's not it? who we did. Oh. We went to the tourism, um, right? This like old decomposing building, and talked to this woman who was very sweet, just had a newborn baby, and she like made a call to somebody who ended up being the son of the woman Sone, whose restaurant we went to every morning for breakfast, and he rented us his motorbike. And he owned a hotel too. Yeah, with his mom across the street. I think that's the Pung Sally Hotel, yeah. like cat a corner from where do we say Vid Vid. Vipaphone. Oh, good memory. Yeah, Vipaphone. Oh my god, so many things happened. I got us upgraded, if you can call it that, in our room because I couldn't open the door with <laughs> our lock. Our lock broke one day, the first day we got there. Yeah, and it wasn't just you because the guy who worked there couldn't open it either. Yeah. Um, but, but again, uh, motorbike. We, so the motorbike, right? Uh-huh. We wanted to rent the motorbike and the. Uh, we definitely got ripped off, but we did? it was our only option. Yeah, because we paid, uh, I think when we converted it to U.S., it was like $13 per day for that. Yeah, for a but motorbike. everywhere in Laos was way more expensive to rent a motorbike. No, even in Luang Prabang, it was like $7. You can get it as low as... Oh, I didn't remember that. Okay. Yeah, so we got ripped off, but it was okay because it was literally our only option. It was mm-hmm. his personal motorbike that he was renting, and he wanted to make his own tourism company one day which yeah. is cool and when we rented it he replaced everything and made it new and bought us a hel- second helmet yeah he bought us a helmet and he put the speedometer back to zero <laughs> <laughs> you're so happy for it was that. like matilda <laughs> how um, they do that in the movie yeah yeah um mm, so that was one of the best motorbikes we it was actually I like a proper motorbike. motorbike it was like maybe a motorcycle i'm not sure the difference it between was manuals my first one mm-hmm. so we went to the tea plantation, right? Yeah, we went later that day, I think, because we we tried to get there earlier and we got lost. We went like on a dirt road, and, and then the we roads looped there back. were terrible. Oh yeah, like most of Laos, right? But these were some of the worst roads I think we were on. <laughs> yeah, so we eventually. But some of the most beautiful scenery. Totally. The totally. tea trees. All, everywhere is so beautiful. We got there maybe like two hours after we left. And we... there's Again, this is not a touristy town. So you're just driving through these like remote villages. And we, did, we've, we saw a sign that said 400-year-old tea plantation and garden. So we stopped. We pulled over. And there's not like a sign in front of the warehouse next to it and i'm like talia what are you doing you're like walking into <laughs> this warehouse <laughs> and to my surprise there's and really really behold, nice people what did i find <laughs> super super nice people mm-hmm. like the tea mafia the, yeah the head of the tea mafia we sat down we drank some they had the tea coolest with him. way of doing it it was like 
you have to describe the table because it wasn't just drinking tea. This mm. is obviously like their business and their religion and like their um, quality control. A very low to the ground table, small seats, like stools actually. Mm-hmm. And glass, small like shot glasses almost. Yeah. Glass pot. Mm-hmm. And with tea leaves in it. And they just continually pour water over the leaves and then they pour the tea into your glass and then they'll like if it's not good they just pour it on the table and it drains out mm-hmm. the the article i sent you said that the pongsley tea leaves can be steeped five times mm-hmm. so that's why i think they kept on reusing the leaves yeah it was cool we just kept steeping them and it was I don't, i'm not a tea drinker but it tasted good like it was so fresh yeah and it had a good flavor to it and it was really cool because we were literally drinking this tea next to fresh leaves that were brought in and being dried on beds next to us Mm -hmm. and i got to like spread it out while you were taking videos and stuff yeah yeah we made uh there's a vlog on that whole trip which was a lot of fun it was really cool and what else i think that's when we we left the warehouse then and went to the mountain across from it and started just going through like it's like a vineyard but it's tea i wonder what that's called tea i guess tea farm it's a yeah they, there was a garden they called it tea garden mm-hmm. and then we saw women and children like picking leaves there's a specific time i think when they're ready and we saw some of the 400 year old trees because i think tea i think tea usually grows on bushes not trees but that's why punxsalia is so special because they're so old they've turned into trees oh really wow well so the majority of the trees are not 400 years old right no i think it's just that one like massive well i think they're not just one there's there's several but yeah the the prominent one that we saw along the road yeah um most of the trees are like our size or maybe a little bit taller and what's cool also is that the kids well we only saw kids but i'm sure adults do it too if the tree's big enough they climb up into the tree barefoot mm-hmm. to pick the leaves and they've got like a little satchel on it's so cute yeah that was really cool and oh my god i saw the craziest hive of bees or hornets or something and mm-hmm. it was like this sack like undulating it's really hard to explain but it was crazy watch the vlog yeah <laughs> shameless plug Yes, exactly. Um, but we got kicked out. Well, not kicked out. We got... Mm, what's the right word we to were say? Tra- we were trying to run from a storm that was impending. Yeah. Like, real fast. And we, well, even... So, we wanted to see more. Because we, we got off that mountain with the tea trees. We wanted to see more. So, we drove up the road a little bit more. And we're, like, looking back behind us. We see the massive clouds rolling in. And we r- we drove by three women who were, cl- who were like, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to leave they were like what are you doing yeah they were locals they were coming back from work so they knew this big storm was coming yeah they know we were like "Mm -hmm." let's go see the big tree tree so we did and we got stuck in the storm drove back to the warehouse and stayed there for a few hours yeah and it was it was like the amount of rain outside was like a hurricane but it was so cool because then we didn't realize that the top of the warehouse there's like two floors and the top is the drying floor mm-hmm. so we started we even got to learn more and more about the tea leaves and like the different okay and we're back sorry about that the battery on my 
recorder died. Where were we? I think we were telling the people about getting oh the hurricane weather mm. in the oh, storm and the, the tea roof, tree. The roof. Oh, the roof. The roof. The roof's on fire. What is that? <laughs> you never heard that? Oh, is that it's like, like a, a cheer or something? The roof. The roof. The roof is <laughs> on fire. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of like high school. Yeah. No, no, I know. It's like a punk band that sings it. Like there's an actual song. That's a song? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't oh, know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll find it for you. Okay. Okay. So roof. Uh, They're drawing tea. And bo- even before that, the tea that is, uh, the fresh tea that's dried on the beds gets put in these like massive walks and it gets turned over and like for Mm. 30 minutes and there's a fire underneath the walk and that is bringing out the essential oils and stuff in the tea Mm -hmm. before they go and dry it upstairs Mm -hmm. so all that stuff we would have never known unless it rained it was meant to be talia here wanted to stay overnight in the warehouse (laughs) (laughs) okay I think people could understand my point of view when we were literally, we were stranded. This is, we need to paint the picture. This is dirt roads on the side of a mountain on a motorbike. That was my first time driving a motorbike with you, a manual new motorbike outside the city. Mm-hmm. It was pouring, mm-hmm. pouring, and it was ominous and dark, and we just didn't know it. It wasn't dark yet. It was like cloudy, but the, the clouds were ominous. They were nasty looking clouds. They were they like were, they were, but the sun was. They were gonna okay. The sun was up, but we couldn't see it because it was behind the clouds, right. and it was they were gonna engulf us and eat us. Yeah, so the rain died down at parts. So there was like periods, pockets of like time where we could like drive away and be safer than we would if we drove through the the actual rainstorm. Yeah, and it was getting dark. So my logic was if we get out of here before dark in one of those pockets we can make it back my logic was like well i'm in the kitchen with these people like learning how to cook like native lao food and they were like roasting buffalo in the fire like buffalo skin and stuff and i was learning all these new things so i was like happy as clam and i was just like whatever i'm gonna sleep on the floor here and it's gonna be cold and damp and dark but it's a tale it's a tale to tell yeah so <laughs> luckily before the sunset i convinced talia to go back uh, like to the like, come out of the kitchen and <laughs> come on Talia, <laughs> come on out of the kitchen hop on, hop on the motorcycle and get on out of there and we it did start pouring again mm-hmm. like half an hour later but we made it back we were safe we were safe i'll give you that we were i felt safe with you it was good driving mm-hmm mm-hmm um, I did good. Yeah, you did well. So that was that day. Did we go to China the next day? Uh, I think we did. We must have because wow. we had this motorcycle with us. Yeah. All of oh, I do remember because my shoes were still wet from the day before. Mm, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, so we had this grand plan <laughs> <laughs> to drive four and a half hours north on a motorbike. Because Google says so. Well, yeah. It was slightly accurate. Slightly. So we did a... Okay. I had everything down to a science. Google said it was four hours and 15 minutes to get to the Chinese border. 
which why would you go to a border with another country if you can't cross it i don't know it's something cool to see like we can't, like go, to we can't go to china so like why not yeah and we had nothing else to do <laughs> <laughs> because we were like that far north there was nothing so i had like cut off if we leave at nine o'clock drive for you have it done yeah four hours 15 minutes give ourselves like an hour and a half padding see the place for an hour come back and give us the same hour and a half padding on the way back we can get back before the sun sets or just like right after the sun sets where it's still like daylight but uh and like i could i remember specifically like talia needs to stop and pee like within like the first half an hour <laughs> and i'm like okay that's 10 minutes off and oh then my god 10 minutes why don't take that long it took 10 minutes i was looking at the clock whoa 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 okay like, it's like rough being on the back of that motorbike going on that road i agree i was so sore after the whole thing yeah but basically long story short by the time we got like three quarters of the way there i knew that there was a point of no return like we either had to commit to mm-hmm. going to the border and staying somewhere overnight or bailing and going back to pong sally and not seeing the border yeah so we had a discussion mm-hmm. and we decided over mangosteen that was the key mm-hmm. and what do we decide well i was like hell yeah let's do this if it's not a hell yeah it's a hell no is that what you always say to me i say if it's not a hell yeah it's a no oh <laughs> okay well that yeah same and thing. i was like hell yeah and what were you like i was like hell yeah <laughs> were you no initially i was like oh my god we're gonna get stuck <laughs> yeah, you were like in no. the rain it's gonna rain again tonight mm-hmm. and we're gonna get drenched and it's gonna be dark mm-hmm. and i don't know you were just not feeling it uh, did i have a rain jacket mm, no mm. i think i did but it like ripped. oh we had one from him he gave us one mm, there was one in the market like okay yeah. so that that probably helped sway my decision i didn't know that you didn't tell me that but okay paint the picture a little bit more the if you go on google maps and search for like hotel hostel <laughs> guest house anything there's nothing <laughs> anywhere in laos northern laos <laughs> no, no results, results are empty <laughs> which is kind of misleading because there are towns like most of the towns there's not a guest house but there i was don't even know if we should call them towns or like villages village, yes that's a good better word yeah um but there was a town mm-hmm on the map hidden called town Yacht Yacht Ow, Ow. which was one of the most beautiful like places <sighs> ever to come out of those mountains yeah like that view up top there it was stunning oh my God. it's literally the hidden valley ranch town <laughs> like you came ac- you came over these mountains the ma- that drive was so stunning too it just was. there were like rivers of green which were rice fields in between these mountains and it was just so cool and then you go up, up, up into the mountains and then turn and you come out and they break and you just see this green and like, it's so cool. And it's the town and of Yacht Ow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I, I predict in like, I don't know, X amount of years, 50 years, when like tourism like mm. booms in Lao, whether that's Chinese people coming in or who knows who. Well, it's because of the high speed train that they're building are they yeah from china yeah oh my god you oh, didn't, we didn't talk it. about that oh yeah it's opening in like five years or something wow all of laos gonna change we got in there at the good time yeah it's it's so stunningly beautiful like 
I don't know. I can't even compare. Like, I've seen good lookouts, but that's not so good. It was so cool because it was just bam right there. Mm -hmm. So many rice fields, and it like surrounded the whole town. It like, it was just like a cocooned in it. Yeah, yeah, it was like nice and secluded in there. Mm -hmm. So luckily, we came across that town. Which was not... The town itself was on Google Maps, but there wasn't any, like, restaurants or anything. Yeah, so wait, back up. That's why you were, like, nervous to right. keep going forward. Yeah, because where are we going to stay? Yeah, there was nothing on Google Maps. And Talia's over here like, oh, we can stay at the gas station with the friendly people. <laughs> yeah, because we stopped at a gas station to get gas and they gave us noodles. And so I was like, no, let's just go back to the gas station. They'll give us a place to stay. <laughs> like, oh, God. I Last mean, night we went to stay in a warehouse. <laughs> Tonight we're going to stay at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> it just always works out. It did work People out. are friendly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially Laotians. Laotians. Um, so we, yeah, you were like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we go, we end up getting to Yacht Ao and we saw several guest houses. But we stopped at one, we went and saw it, and then it was so cool because across from it, we, well, I, I think I spotted a mill and i was like oh my god that's a rice mill mm-hmm. and i freaked out mm-hmm. i was like we have to go see this because i've never seen an automated rice mill before mm-hmm. and it was literally rice straight from the fields that they were dehusking, cleaning and then bagging for to be sold which i had only known like the traditional method so i was so pumped from your time at the rice farm yes yeah that was cool to see. I agree. I like that. I loved it. I I was like really into it. It was it reminded me of those. I don't know. It's just like seeing machinery is really cool. It reminded me of those science things they have at like children's museums where there's like a ball and you watch it like go through the whole cycle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's called, but because it, it was these like plastic see-through tubes. Yeah, you, you could just see everything. Like forced air. Yeah, and I could kind of speak with the people that were doing it and they were smiling i just was like yeah i know cow 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 getting cow which is rice and again this is just two like foreigners walking into their (laughs) private business yeah and and i don't know they're so friendly like there's minimal communication but they're just so happy to see you and that you're interested in what they're doing Mm -hmm. which is cool so what like half an hour there we spent yeah doing that and then we were like okay let's go to the border this is like one hour left Mm -hmm. and i i think i drove the whole way up to this point i i I drove yeah you drove the whole way that first day i give it to you no because you after we got to the border you drove i know but the whole way oh to the border okay so an hour later more i think the further we went north the more beautiful it got oh my god yeah, there like was like one field of just so many fields and how many huts? 50 did plus. Yeah, 50 plus rice huts. Each one is all very unique. In a single field. So, so you can cool. imagine how big that is. These are spread out and it's flat. It's not on the side of a mountain or anything. And the green is just so vibrant. Like yeah. I have not seen greens like that anywhere else Mm-mm. ever. Mm-mm. Maybe New Zealand, but different. It's like heavenly. Yeah, it really is. Um. Yeah. So the 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 whole like focal point of our day was getting to the the border, which was kind of I don't know. It wasn't a letdown. It was just like, <laughs> it's like a ghost town. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody there, and it was so teeny. It was like the most chill border 
crossing I've ever seen. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. There was like no government agents. Like there was one. One guy. Like, and he left his post and I like <laughs> pretended to be him. <laughs> yeah. When he left. <laughs> but uh, no, we were like uh, at first when we got to the border, we parked our motorbike. We walked over and we were like. There was just a little tiny parking lot. Mm-hmm. A couple cars. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I, I was a little worried at first because the first guy we talked to who was working there was like, go away. Like he knew we weren't crossing. Yeah. Kind of just shoved us away and we're like, oh God and we i don't know we regrouped we just wanted to <laughs> see the other side like we just wanted to see the actual border mm-hmm. so we went around the other side <laughs> instead and a friendly guy on the other side let us walk to the other side of the checkpoint mm-hmm. so technically we were on the china side actually no well because it's a thousand meters down yeah because the so the way like border crossings over land work is like there's a checkpoint on the Lao side and a checkpoint on the Chinese side and in between is the actual border so uh, we never like we got close we got really close to China like uh-huh. just around the corner up there yeah but we never actually crossed the border but I believe that we saw China because we oh, saw the sure. mountains yeah yeah we saw it for sure um but yeah it's just fun to be there and like run around see that and yeah they had a ping pong table yeah that was I interesting I wanted to play I did not yeah. I was too worried. Yeah. I pretended to run. We filmed a video and I <laughs> pretended to run. Ran across the border. Yeah. I uh, I think at that point you started to, l- that's when you started to learn how to ride a manual, manual. bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned in the parking lot on the border. <laughs> <laughs> and you did fair. Fair? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Because I think you're... The thing that scared me about you was you would <laughs> not know if you should upshift the or downshift. The one thing that scared me about <laughs> you. One of the many things. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd be driving like down a hill in fourth gear and Tally would shift to third gear. And, like <laughs> The thing would like almost, I don't know, like it would jerk forward. and like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I felt more safe on that bike than any other bike I have driven, even with those mishaps. It's a good bike. Yeah. I love that bike. I she was good to us. And a good color. It was like beautiful uh, color. Teal. Yeah, sparkly teal. Iridescent. Mm, not quite, <laughs> but she was sparkly. Okay, I tried. Mm-hmm. One day. Oh, so oh, now we're back to. To yeah, now. now. And I was so you were dead. stiff, and so were you. Like I was. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm to drive right now. Even being a passenger's work. When you're driving, mm. what did we do? We did. Was it 250 kilometers in total or 250 each way? Mm. I think it was 250 each way because we did like f- five or four or something in total. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that's converted to miles or not. I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh my God. It was so long. It makes me yawn thinking about it. But I'm, I'm glad we did it because that like gauges my uh, motorbike, like the amount of motorbiking I can do in one day. Correct. And it was also one of the most beautiful drives ever. And no one's, no one writes about that. No one does that. No, no, no. This is untouched, undiscovered beauty. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so that was dope. So then the next day we rode back. What did we do the next day? Oh my God, we woke up in Yacht Ao. And this place was literally China, but like in Lao. And I was trying to get, I really wanted a coffee. 
Oh, we couldn't find it. And that was not going to happen. It was a goose chase. Yeah, no coffee in Yano. And then, oh, and then we were driving back and we happened upon this really cool town that's like east meets west, I guess I would call it. But like Lao architecture met Chinese architecture and we wanted to go in the town and this woman ran out and stopped us. And the whole place was wrapped in white string. And they had a sign up and I sent it to my friend Tang who's Lao and he told me that there were had been a tragic something happened there and there were evil spirits that they were trying to ward out and if anyone not from the town would have entered then they would find us. They would find us. Yeah, I think they would find us. Wow. Or something like that. That would be hard cuz they can't speak English like. Yeah. I don't It, it was, was an interesting thing though. It rubbed me the wrong way, but I like know, I understand did. now. Yeah, because we just didn't know and it was they were doing a bossy Mm-hmm. When a bossy is, it can be good, happy or sad, but uh, this bossy was trying to wait, ward off the evil spirits, so they tied these white strings around the whole entire town. And it was a single white string, like, in front of every property. Yeah. Like a continuous single white string, I think. Yeah, it was very interesting. And yeah. then, whew, after that... Kept driving, 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 driving. You were driving, I was driving... Oh, we filmed your rice video. Oh, yeah, I filmed a rice video. I've yet to edit. It's called, it's going to be called the 13 or 14 <laughs> steps <laughs> to <laughs> making to rice. To cultivating rice. Unclear if there's 13 or 14. Uh, but that's kind of irrelevant. It's just cool to learn about getting rice to your table. Uh-huh. And that was, that was a, one of, that, that video will do a justice for like how be- like a small portion of the beauty yes on that road so stunning and how much appreciation i at least i think you do too have for how rice gets to our plate mm, yeah yeah so uh, much that goes into a single grain of rice a lot not nothing that you think of months 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 and many people's hands and backing back breaking work i think that was our last stop Bef- yeah, like uh, major stop before going back to Pung Sally. Yeah, we went and got well, we went and got pho because yeah, we were hungry, yeah. and then we went to the store to we went to a Chinese store. Mm, true, true. And we bought a couple of Chinese things for you to try, like snacks, cakes, they mango were not good. cakes, and peach cakes. Me. And then I'm trying to find granola, but oh my god, that. we were always on a wild hunt for granola after the granola got spoiled by the ants. No granola, no coffee. Yeah, it was a bomb. And then we went back up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Or anything else? Is that it? No. Oh, we did Korean barbecue that night, I think. Again. Oh, down That was yeah. good, but Next it wasn't as good. The Lao barbecue. I'm sorry, not Korean, yes. Lao barbecue. Yeah, the first one was good at Spidey. So, did we return the motorbike that night and leave the next day? Yeah. Because we didn't we do did. anything else. And we did. Are you tired? Yeah, I'm getting sleepy. This this train is like lulling me to sleep. I know we said this is going to be like 30 minutes, but we're the second half of this episode before we cut out is 20 minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, uh, t- how, how should we do this? Should we, I don't want these to be more than an hour, so let's. <laughs> Tony's putting boundaries up. Uh, well, okay, wait. We returned the bike. 
we left the next day, we went on a bus from Pongsali to Odomsai, which we went on like a loop from Luang Prabang to to Mongkiao, Nongkiao, and then up to Pongsali. So then this was the final of the loop, and this was the second bus where everyone was like puking and stuff. Yep, same deal, same deal. Um, there was a man on this bus who kept back coming back and like checking on everyone. He was literally like in charge of checking on people. Yeah, to see if they're throwing up. Oh my god, yeah. And wait, so the same guy that we rented our motorbike from did our laundry. And (laughs) he literally lost like four things. Like more than four. He lost like six things. No, 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 it was four. It was four? Two, two, three for me and one for you. Like one pair of pants for you and two pair of shorts and one pair of underwear for me yeah and so we were like dude what the heck but we left so early the next day we had to be at the bus station at eight so we like got up early went to his mom's for breakfast we couldn't get a hold of him he wasn't answering and then he was texting us like as we were getting on the bus he was like i don't know what to do i'm sorry like i'm going to the lady who was like his employee who like washes it and then we were like fuck it like we're leaving like there's nothing we can do yeah, we had to leave the lost laundry with him. Mm-hmm. Never going to see it again. Yeah. And then we're like going down the windy road of, from Pungsali and we stop at the teeny tiny village for a while. We don't know why we're stopped. And then all of a sudden he rolls up and he's like, your underwear. <laughs> I'm, the, my, I'm sitting there like on the passenger side yeah. or actually the driver's side because they're on the opposite side. And he pulls up and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, this guy looks familiar. And then he hands him, he's handing me something. I'm like, oh my God, this is the guy <laughs> that we rented the motorbike from. And it's a bag with two of my wet pieces of laundry and a, a pair of underwear and a pair of shorts. It was great. So he, this dude must have like called the bus driver. Yeah. Because this is how small the town is. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. He must yeah. have called the bus driver. The bus driver pulled over, waited there 30 minutes until he caught up to us and delivered the clothes mm-hmm. that was missing we now we didn't get everything but it was very kind of him unbelievable like yeah that stuff does not happen this is 2019 we're americans like yeah it doesn't I, happen no it so was great i was very pleasantly surprised yeah because we left pissed you were yeah. like you left you lost so much of my clothes yeah and like the well so yeah initially you'd probably be feel the same way like this guy's not responding yeah and the night before he's like you have to be sure that you lost it with me and not Uh somewhere else like but he came through in the end and i really respect him for that yeah that was cool i'm forgetting his name right now which is so unlike me you know everybody's name i know who was the name of the guy at our hotel in pongsili oh my god i can't remember what is going on? I think you're too tired. We should probably I'm really sleepy. wrap this up. Yeah, so then what? We go to Onamsai. I met a monk. I didn't do much there. Yeah, you just like worked or something. I don't really know what you did. Yeah, you were I, in the room. I, I, I went I j- for a walk. I tried to work in the room with the wife. I didn't reach up there, so I had to go downstairs in the non-AC and work. Mm. Which, I don't know. I was in a bad mood. Yeah, and I went for a walk and like did some discovering. And I found... A beautiful temple on the top of the hill in the center. And then this monk came and befriended me. And I asked him all sorts of questions about being a monk. And when you become a monk, you don't have a birthday anymore. Only, like, you celebrate your birthday. Or, like, you don't even celebrate. You just, like, acknowledge it. And then you get a card that says, like, you're a monk. And what else did I tell you? Do you remember any of the facts I told you about being a monk? 
no. They wake up at like four o'clock every day. And if there's a half moon or a full moon, it's even earlier. They don't, they only eat two meals a day. They don't eat after the sun passes like midway point in the sky. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't remember you telling me that. Mm, yeah, they only eat two meals a day. Um, that's all I can remember right now. But it was really, really cool. My friend, me, he was awesome. He was a cool monk. Um, we were only there for like 24 hours. Yeah. I was just that night. And then the next morning I went for a run, found a great coffee. I bought a bag. And then we got breakfast. Oh. We got chicken and rice. Yeah. Not an American breakfast. No, I didn't have that. And then we left. Hopped on another bus. And we went from there to Luang Prabang. Home sweet home. Couple stops on the way. Not as windy, but still rough. And yeah, that that wow. So we started. We did not start this episode in Nongkiao, or we did not start in Luang Prabang, but we started in Nongkiao. Yeah. In Mangnoi. So that that was two weeks. Two. Meh. From Luang Prabang back to Luang Prabang, it was two weeks total. Yep. And A long trip. So many things happened. We have a lot of ground to cover between the Long Prabang and That's Thailand. Strange. We're heading towards <laughs> Bangkok. So we'll save that for another episode, though. Mm-hmm. But we probably won't be on a train anymore. Or maybe we'll record another one. Can we do that? Is that allowed? Recording two. Th- oh, that's like, I don't know. We never talked about that. We can go on the top bunk and record another one. <laughs> <laughs> this is two kiwis in a train on the bottom bunk. Part one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Thank you. Kapun ka. Actually, I should say Kap Chai the Lai because this was a Lao episode. Kap Chai the Lai. See ya.